0: Hey, welcome everybody to episode 26 of the Doctrines of Radcast. We missed you. It's been a it's been a hot minute. We are back from the uh from the proverbial holiday grind. Logan, how was your how was Dude, your holiday? It,
1: uh it was awesome. Um the uh highlight, I got to go on vacation out to Florida. Um my grandparents got like a uh, or my wife's grandparents got like a beach house for like 6 days. Um uh, And I just got to turn it, turn the world off, man.
0: Yeah, just relax.
1: Yeah, just sat, read some scripture, ran a couple times, ran five miles a few times. So it was nice to just get back in the groove of doing that. Running on the beach barefoot—that was. was Boy, we haven't done that
0: since I was stationed in Florida. (laughs) Yeah. What Uh, uh, did you go to Destin? What part of Florida did you go to?
1: So you know where Mexico Beach is, close to close to Destin.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess if it's close to Destin, sure. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I'm not, uh i not i have been to Destin. On the,
1: it's on the same side as where, like, Panama City Beach, Destin is. Oh, nice.
0: Very cool. So. Did you uh, have any unique experiences while you were on vacation? Anything fun happen or, uh, any incidents that were laugh-worthy? Aliens. Yeah. Aliens. So, no,
1: well, so Amiga I had, Legal uh... ones, like border crossers or what? I had a a relative kind of take a hard stance on believing in aliens. I was like, I don't, I don't, and I said this, I was like, I wish you would take such a, that same stance with, you know, proclaiming Jesus as hard as you're taking the same energy. Yeah. Big Uh,
0: alien energy.
1: (laughs) And that, that, uh, that was, that offended this individual uh,
0: quite a bit. Oh, That individual would like to meet my mother, I think, because my mom is convinced that she was abducted when she was younger. Nice. Yeah, and and that's that's a serious story. She legitimately thinks that about herself. So, um, yeah, that's what I deal with on a regular basis. Um, Hi, mom, if you're watching. I love you. We still love you. We do. Indeed. Uh, If we couldn't joke about, if we didn't have parents, we'd have nothing to joke about. I mean, that really is kind of what boils down to it. Um, so we were off for uh, what about three, almost almost a month, three weeks yeah. to a month, yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy, man. Uh, in the midst of that, I was on uh True Christians podcast twice. Uh, Mike over there, True Christian eighty seven on TikTok, uh, and um, been trying to work getting some getting some other folks on here. I was telling Logan, um, uh, there's a a young guy, he's a Christian rapper. His name is Emilio Sarabia or Sarabia. I'm not sure if, if I mispronounced it. Probably did because I'm white. And uh <laughs> he uh he is he's actually very, very talented. I enjoyed listening to him. I found him here on the on the platform. And uh I'd like to bring him on, man. I think it'd be good to to have a conversation with him about uh the industry, what his plans are to, to maintain his faith and, and to stay strong in that, you know, because a lot of what you see in a lot of Christian music artists is they kind of start off with this great following because they got this you know Christian backing and then they stay very true to the church that they came from or the the kind of upbringing that they have. But then as they gain in popularity, you start to see them uh, influenced by you know hyper spiritual things or non Christian things, and they then they end up becoming you know politicized, you know a la Lecrae and those guys like that, where it's just uh, it's it's all about their the The narrative and um, it becomes you know less and less about Jesus, more about what their political positions are. So it's unfortunate. There's a there's supposed to be a, a documentary. I don't know if it ever came out, but it was it was by the guys that were in the band Emery, and they were gonna do a uh, they were gonna do a documentary on how the Christian music industry um, really wasn't a Christian music industry, but they marketed right. it as such. Um, because they found bands that had a message that were like spiritual messages but weren't particularly Christian messages and these labels were finding that if we label these guys as Christian bands the Christian audience is going to just eat them up and it's going to become popular and that's, we saw that in, I don't know how how many of you guys were in the Christian music scene much in like the 2000s yeah, no, we can hear all of it, we can hear the whole thing Yeah. um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I see you looking like, could Drew and the rest of the audience hear that? The answer is resoundingly yes. yes.
1: I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Logan ASMR, fiddling ASMR. So uh, do you do you have any, uh, are there any Christian music artists that come to mind when you, yeah, Under Oath, Carla Tox? Yeah, that's a, that's one.
1: I, well, what you think about Eminem now?
0: Bro, so that's so funny. So I'm glad actually that's a good segue because uh, I I don't think I was going to bring that up. So Logan sent me a video that uh, it was a guy explaining how Eminem was going to be uh, or he's proclaiming the name of Jesus. Hi, sailor. How are you? Drew says hi. Is that a little mermaid? Is that a little mermaid? Is that a mermaid unicorn? (laughs) <laughs> oh, it is a mermaid unicorn. I believe my daughter has one very similar to that. Lyndon,
1: I you want to show your that. you
0: want to show your unicorn? Lyndon wants to show her unicorn to Sailor. Come here, come here. She does. Look, there's Sailor is, and her unicorn.
1: This is what's important, people.
0: And then look at that. Oh, you that, see her unicorn? That is unicorn. that's a Crayola color on Aww. unicorn with you can color them with washable marker. And, uh, you can, uh, Ryan. Hey. So you guys both like unicorns, I guess. That's can we unicorn.
1: keep, can I keep your unicorn for my podcast? Or are you going to take it to sleep with? <laughs> you going to take it with you. you going to go All sleep
0: right. with your unicorn. What do you think? Good
1: night. Good night. Like I All right. Hey,
0: it is time for bed now though. Okay. Oh. I love you. Be a big girl and put yourself to bed now. Okay. All right. And you can say goodnight to mommy too. All right. Well, welcome back to the podcast, guys. I'm Drew. This is Logan. This is episode 26. <laughs> um, no, it's all good, man. Family, family is absolutely the most important thing. So
1: that little uh, girl would have thrown a fit. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: Yep, I get it. Uh, so tell, walk me through this video that you sent. You explain the video. It's in relation to music, Christian music, and stuff. Walk me through it and then let's talk about
1: it. Yeah, so uh, basically it's somebody who knows Eminem and has worked on podcasts, uh, or not podcasts, but um, I guess on site with him. Uh, and I guess Eminem is proclaiming Jesus as his Lord um, uh, in this particular song. Um, and then basically this lady goes on to say that, uh, you know, in their contracts and stuff within the music industry or even entertainment, television, uh, the the contract's actually... Is, specifically shy away from using the name Jesus um the same way they try to shy away from actually using the name Muhammad uh anything that might be considered offensive or uh leaning one way or another because it pigeonholes them it holds them right so um puts them in it, a hold so like it, a <laughs> uh it just it uh it causes them to be either controversial or um, separate themselves from a, a larger uh, group of people. Right. So they're making less money. And that's really the focus is like, how much money can we make? How many people can we grab their attention? So uh, whether Eminem is actually a believer now or has given his life to Christ. Um, I don't know. We see this happen all the time in the entertainment industry. We have kind West yeah. come out. I, I believe in Jesus. And then, it's like, hey, I bet I'm not going to affirm the things of orthodoxy. We have um, Steve Harvey, who's an, uh, constantly proclaims that he's a Christian, but believes there are multiple ways to heaven. That the um, Hindu and the Muslim can get to heaven the same way a Christian can. Um, understand that if that is true, then Jesus didn't have to die, right? right. Like, if, if he wasn't the only way, then his atonement was. Pointless, right? If I can go my whole life just being a good person or believing in a different religion, then uh, the, the Christians are not uh, are not necessary, right? The Christian religion is not necessary it, at all. Yeah. Um,
0: That's why there's so many attacks on the resurrection itself. You know, and so many so many attempts to try to disprove the resurrection, try to argue against it. So, because if you can get rid of the resurrection, then Jesus you know there's no power he's just a guy that led people and he died and that's it and there's no power but as as the bible tells us you know when that stuff typically happens and when it's happened in the past cuz you got to remember like the, jesus jesus's messiahship like that's not the first time that israel had seen a guy come onto the scene claiming to be something that he wasn't so you can almost you, you kind of almost feel like the You can see why a lot of the even modern day Jews don't necessarily believe because they saw in in their history, in in their actual antiquity, so many people did come onto the scenes, gathered people together, had them follow. And then when those people died, their people scattered away. So you have this verse in the Bible where the high priest is basically saying, look, if it's of God, there's nothing we can do to stop it. But if it if it's not of God, then don't worry, because we've seen this before. It comes along. They they gather up, they do their thing and then they scatter off and then, you know, nothing ends up happening. And so then we we can really look at that 2000 years plus later where we are today. And there are still people. I watched a TikTok today. Joe Rogan saying it's pretty crazy, the antiquity of Christianity, that people 2000 years after the existence of what he would consider to just be a man, Jesus, people still worship people are still reading the scripture people are still you know they're invested and in, they believe in this thing even after2,000 years and to me that is the testament and that is also why Islam and and Judaism are also so closely intertwined and that's why they're still around too is there those are the two last remaining you know connections you know they have that Old Testament Torah connection to the Bible so Yeah, you're muted on here. Hang on a second, guys. We're gonna figure this out. There you go. Now it says you're. It keeps dropping me. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I got you back again. Yeah.
1: No, man, absolutely. So, I mean, what do you what do you do with that? I'm not saying uh, Justin Bieber, Kanye West, Eminem aren't you know believers. They, I, I don't know. You know, I I mean, I believe Drew. It's I believe, just how often.
0: I don't know. Right. Right. I can't you can't know if I'm if I'm truly saved or if I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. I that's the same with you, man. Like I, I have to I can't know your inner thoughts. I don't know your heart. I don't know where God has you. And so that's the thing is like. Christians, we we typically kind of latch on to when these celebrities get saved, you know, quote unquote, or or they mention something about God or Jesus, and then all of a sudden we go like rampant and like and they they notice it, guys. They still even like even if it was a publicity stunt, it's already worked. Eminem's already got the publicity because he's got Christians talking about it, so people are going to go listen anyway, and they're going to be expecting something. So and the problem is that like human beings are sheep, guys. That's why that's why Jesus is the great shepherd, right? We are all sheep. We are so easily led astray by. The thing that the next thing that comes along, we see it in social media. We see it in, you know, in trends and and things that are fashionable. Like we're so quick to just like Logan's mustache. It's unnecessary and yet it's trendy. So here we are stuck having to look at that. Hashtag happy wife. She's like, hey, just grow a mustache. I was like, okay. she
1: said she likes it.
0: And that literally is all that matters, dude. I mean, yeah. It doesn't matter how much, you know, I hate it. It doesn't matter how much everybody else can't look at you, but your wife Drew, loves it. So
1: Drew told me if I don't get rid of this mustache by next episode, I can't, I can't be a part of the. It's the,
0: like, it's like, you, that are you know,
1: I'm not a reform dad because I have a mustache.
0: <laughs> guys, listen, tell me if I'm not, tell me if I'm like, look at Logan's mustache. <laughs> I want you guys to look at it very carefully. And and see the way, see the shape that it's in. Now I want you guys remember the old Dixie cups that had like the little purple, like little swoop line in it. I hate you. Know, you. Little... It's like you always bring this up. <laughs> Is that an insecurity for you, dude? <laughs> M for mustache. M for mustache. Look at you, Mario. Got it going on? <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> I heard Chris Pratt was gonna play you in the movie. <laughs> there is a
1: there is a movie coming out for mario i know i'm
0: i'm gonna see it dude all right i hope it's
1: good i I sat
0: through the 80s and 90s with mario bro do you remember the super mario bros when uh the wrestler the the italian wrestler was mario he's like yo Uh, what's up welcome to the super mario show and he'd start dancing (laughs) don't do drugs kids or you're gonna be gay
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> 80s, wild, 80s, you can say whatever you, you want wow. it was
0: wild dude he would tell people that all the time don't do don't it do drugs.
1: yeah you never know what's
0: gonna happen get with me and luigi we'll guide you in the right direction
1: did you ever conquer uh, uh super mario brothers on nintendo i'm did sure ever... i
0: did all the way through? i'm i'm pretty sure i feel like i did i I was the type of kid when I played video games that like, I was playing so many different games like throughout the day. Uh, The one game I, I really spent a lot of time on for the NES was the who framed Roger rabbit game where you could basically just create your own, like, you know how you have, you you used to have to use passwords to get, to save your game. We like at the end, it would give you a password. It's like, use this passcode to start your game over where you just died. So but it, with that game, you could um, you could make up your own passcodes. And then you'd find yourself like in the game with like, you're like, why do I have a machete now as Roger Rabbit? <laughs> and it's like, but you do. I do remember that, though,
1: where you would actually get to a stopping point. It was like, hey, you have to write this code down if you want to get back here. Yep. And if you don't write your codes down, well, you're, you're SOL.
0: Do you remember the, um, the Metroid one? There was a special code that you could put in and uh, it took Samus out of her uh, mech suit. And you realize for the first time that Samus is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. That was shocking to me. She's in, to, in my, to everyone. To, she's, a, she's a woman? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. You see, I'm, I'm younger than you, but I'm not too far separated, right? No, no, no. I feel like we got, I feel like that's why this works. You know, we, we got the vibe going. You get you get a little old school and a little new new school at the same time. You know you get the you get the m mustache and then the (laughs) the beard. So
1: look, I haven't found a look now that I'm a civilian. I'm trying things out. You you had your look before, like you knew. Oh yeah, you knew what you were gonna do. I just I grew a beard. I didn't like it. I have spots. Like there's it just Mm. I don't know. I was very my hair out like my hair is. Oh really?
0: wow. You yeah. really are starting to look like your age now. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's no. it's nice. I'm starting like to look. Floof. I'm starting to look like I'm in my 30s versus yeah.
1: what?
0: Well, I don't know. Before it was a little ambiguous, you know. I felt like you had some uh age agnosticism going on there. I'm like, is he is he really old? Is he a is he a young guy that looks old? Is he like Benjamin Buttoning? What's happening here, you know? <laughs> You know, there's been, I've seen since, since I've been on TikTok, I've seen several different versions of Logan. I think I like this one though. I like the longer hair. You know, you look very, um, you look a lot like a mid, you know, like a middle America dad.
1: Yeah. There we go. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. You're rocking, but you're fit too. So it's like, you don't have dad bod. You've got like a decent shape about you. And, uh, yeah, I'm 20, I have 20 more pounds to lose. I want to walk around at 160. Twenty more pounds to lose. My goodness, I yeah. could lose. I could lose a Logan, and I'd still feel like I'd be in a good <laughs> place. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. Oh. What's dude. up, Mike? What's up? Just saying. How you guys doing? Welcome, welcome. Mario, to the show. Mario on
1: Wii is fire. Do we agree with that?
0: Um, I feel like my favorite Mario game of all time has got to be Super Mario World, uh, sixty-four on the uh, N64. It's got a hands down, it's got to be my favorite. Yeah. My, uh, my headset is going to die in just a second. So, um, I can switch over to these instead. So, with, so, I, I mean, what do you think? Eminem? I'm burnt out, dude. Like, honestly, I'm burnt out on the celebrities getting saved. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'll see him. In, I'll see him in heaven, as far as I'm concerned, right? Like, there you go.
1: We, we're we we're gonna be so surprised on who's
0: there, you know. So. Me, all right, hang on a second here. Let me turn this back up so I can hear you. Mike, check one two on TikTok. i right, good to go. Okay, yeah, I hear you now. Cool. All right, so yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, I don't. I mean, I. I know a lot of people have problems with Kanye right now, but I, I, I still, I'm not sure about it. Like I'm not ready to write him off as a, as a believer. I think that he's a very immature guy. I think he's, um, he has a really motivated heart when it comes to the Lord, uh, and he's not afraid to, to speak his mind. But I think the people that are around him that are chirping a lot, um, aren't doing him any favors, Well, let me,
1: let me, let me ask you this. Is it
0: okay for a believer not
1: to believe the way you do or the way the Bible? I I, I mean, I I see scripture is clear, man. Like it's not ambiguous to me where there's this like idea of you have an interpretation. I have an interpretation, like context is what context is. Now, I I mean, I get it. There's 2000 years that separate us from culture and, um, the reality of what these, I mean, the Bible's not written to us. It's written for us, but not to us, right? Like it's mm-hmm. actual conversations occurring. These are letters and um, stories that are being like, that are being told. So, I mean, I get how we can get lost in, in some details, but you know, whenever what, I just, I try not to make a big deal about things. Like if you if yeah. you believe different than me, then it, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you grace where I can. I'm gonna say, will you consider, uh, like maybe looking at this passage this way? If you don't, I mean, that's something between you and the Lord, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, I I try to remember that I'm I. It took me 21 years to get to where I'm at, and I still realize I don't have it figured out. So, 21 uh, year old me, you know, young saved. Uh, was very was very susceptible to believe a lot of different things, but it mm. was the Lord that did the sanctification, and He worked through through me to get me to where I am, to mature me to where I am. So, um, I you know ultimately what I believe is if it's the Lord doing it, then there's nothing that can stop it. So, if Kanye, if Eminem, if those guys are saved, um, then they need to live it out. And if they're if they're not going to live it out, then they need to be called out too because they're making the proclamation of being in Christ. So if they're going to go that far as as ambassadors we are ambassadors for Christ, um, if they go out there and they misrepresent the kingdom, which we know to be true, we have to correct those. We can do it in love. We can do it the right way. We can do it without, you know, attacking or, or making, you know, motivating other people to attack. But we should correct where where necessary.
1: Yeah. And what and if they're combative to that, then what?
0: Yeah, absolutely
1: what do you what do you what do you do just love them through it i guess i I mean
0: well if you were just to think of like take the kanye out of it or take the eminem out of it right because i mean that's that's a lot of influence that even i can't speak to because i'm not living that life as a celebrity i have no idea what life is like uh at their level but if i were to take a guy who is uh, in the church claiming to be a Christian, he's in the body, I local body of believers. And let's say I'm out one night, I'm driving Uber, driving DoorDash. I happen to hit a bar or whatever. And I see the guy and he's, you know, doing all kinds of things, you know, that, that are, you know, maybe he's acting a fool. Maybe he's whatever, you know, I, I feel like it would be, it would be my duty to do something, to say something maybe, or just to check in on them, be like, Hey dude, are you good? Like, um, you know, this, I see the way that you're, you're out here. It's like, it's different than the fruit that we should be bearing. I think we have to do that. I mean, Paul did that with Peter and, you know, of all of the people and Peter walked with Jesus. Paul didn't, you know, at least when he was on the earth. And so Paul had the authority, the gumption, the tenacity to, to go to Peter when he was treating the Jewish people better than the Gentiles and making a scene about it. You know, Paul had a, publicly call him out. So um people will say, well, you know, but you're not an apostle. It's like, no, but like that he's showing us it's, it's in there for a reason. It's in there to show us how we should be and how much we should care about the things of God, especially when somebody comes representing my family. Like this is my family. If my, if my kid goes out and does something embarrassing, I'm going to correct him. And I'm going to apologize on behalf of my family for the disruption that he's caused, whether it was in school, he gets a traffic ticket, whatever, like that's, my family legacy in America, we don't do that enough. We don't consider the implications. And so, and I look at it the same way as Christians, my family to know, to represent, to, to say the same things that I'm saying, we need to, you know, lovingly correct and rebuke necessary.
1: Because it is loving, right? Like to tell people like, hey, if this this is wrong. You're causing problems. I'm um, Giving them warning. If you keep living like this, this is going to be, you know, this is gonna be like this is gonna be. There's gonna be consequences for this, man. Like Absolutely. you can't. I, I love you enough to tell you not just to let you keep going down this path. You keep putting that needle in your arm, and it's gonna kill you. You know what I mean? So yeah. They, and a, a, there's a particular group of people that says there's no there's no kind of or there's no better hate than Christian love, right? Well, the reality mm-hmm. is is we're warning you. Like if we're right, if if Jesus did rise from the dead. And right, if he if he was who he said he was, and you're you're rejecting him, your your eternity is set. You know we're we're warning you. Like, he Jesus was true. It is true. He is truth. You know. I just I never understood this. Like it, it just always bothered me on TikTok Live where like atheists will come you're in like, and just be like, "There's there's no better hate than Christian love." As if like I I mean there's been and the problem is there's been christians and
0: churches that have hurt people right because yes. Dude, they've gone about it the wrong way there's a guy that i used to know from the navy that ended up on the bad bad sermons tiktok nice no yeah, kidding he's a, yeah he's a IFB pentecostal t- tiktok Nice. um he was uh he he's he's ifb so they're you know they're very you know king james only yell in your face you know all of that stuff and uh we used to get, we had this really huge group of Facebook uh, on Facebook for the, all of the chief petty officers in the Navy. And he was in one of those groups and he was, he was doing that stuff even when he was active duty in the groups. And then I see him on the bad, bad preachers sermon uh thing on TikTok. I was like, wow, he made it. I hope I never, I hope I never get to that point. You know, what a, what a place to be. Oh, man. I mean, I, I get it. Like people will disagree, but like, the difference is, is like, I see stuff like that. And I know, I know like there is, there is some anger and hatred in the, in those people's hearts, the way that they speak and the way that they talk about God and the way that they present God. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with somebody having an issue with something that I've preached for the most part, because a, I know that I'm, I'm coming at it with the best possible way that I can to represent love and to represent my kingdom. Like I go in with nerves before I preach. I'm afraid to mess it up. I'm afraid to, to misrepresent God. Um, so if you're going to, if you're going to post my stuff, typically it's going to be like a, Oh, I disagree with this theological point or he said this, I had a couple guys, I posted some uh, some clips of my sermon from Sunday and I had a one guy who was like if you think the law is like this, then you're whatever, whatever. And I'm like, all right, thanks, random Internet guy. Like did, you didn't obviously even watch the whole sermon. Like you're you're yeah. just taking a piece out of context. I, I get it, though. That stuff's going to happen.
1: Yeah, we love to we love to hear our, our opinions. Be We love to just vocalize our own opinions and not right. take time to listen. We're too busy talking, not listening. But I think, I think I'm thinking with you, man, I'm just over uh, the the, the the fadness that christianity has right and the only way to get rid of that is persecution right people when when they start persecuting christians or cutting their heads off or Mm -hmm. throwing us in jail nobody's going to be like oh i'm going to rap about jesus now and not actually mean it right yeah i hope hope eminem has that same energy when true persecution starts happening if it does happen if that is
0: the way you know like i i i really genuinely have a hard time seeing that type of persecution in this country like even even at its worst like I've, I've been trying to run scenarios through my head you know about like that happening and i i just I, I don't think i don't think that that's anymore dude like i i feel like those those demonic forces a lot of them have been defeated and i think that the satan being bound to deceive the nations i think that that's pre- that's prevent like that's it's causing the spread of the gospel and yes we're still in places that people die i'm not denying that there are people that that give their lives for the gospel in other countries you're talking about america specific but i'm talking about america specifically as a country it, what would it really take though what would it really take for america to have to experience persecution like knowing what we know now in the government you know with the the freedoms and the laws that we have like there would have to be some very drastic changes in this country for that to take place
1: if if there were to be a a hard stance taken um, where uh, there was a let's let's take um, abortion right, I could see uh, the backlash from saying okay, uh, a civil war occurring over abortion. The same civil war occurred over slavery. Yeah. Um, if we if we lost that war, uh, that particular uh, ideology would actually start to well. What caused the war? Well, Christian ideology outlaw Christian ideology. We don't want it here in America. So, not only are we now a pro-abortion country at that point, we're an anti-Christian country.
0: But what Um, would it take for that? Like, I, I get that they would want that, but like each state with their own laws and the amount of people that are Christians in each state, like, how would you really? You would have it would have to be military. It would have to be martial law everywhere, right? I mean, there's no way that you'd be able to, uh, I mean, I'm alone,
1: like, well, so it would just take acts of terrorism from one side, right? So either the pro-life or pro-choice side, Mm -hmm. right? Where one of them is taking such a hard stance and not, not saying, Hey, we're not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to be on the fence in this. It's going to be one way or the other. Um, that, I mean, that would be the only way that it would uh, continue. Um, so, but and you, would, you that, would project that
0: out? How long would you project that out? Like, do you think that'd that be would be like that would be 20 years?
1: I think that would be fifteen to twenty five years if it were to actually continue mm. down that road. But I think uh, Americans are uh, a lot of us are very uneducated. A lot of us are very passive. Um, have you ever like watched when people go out onto the like streets and ask about like just videos where people are interviewing people on the street? Like, what are your thoughts on abortion? And they're all pro-choice right. right and it's like well i just think people have a right to choose i don't really care about abortion i don't even like abortion but i like that people have a right to choose without any education on either like wouldn't like the details of abortion you know do you like do, do you have a stance that it's an actual uh it, that uh, that it's a person at conception that it's a human being or you know where, where does it get life like there's no yeah. depth to their argument and I mean, there's even videos where people are like being interviewed, like who was the first president? And they're like, I don't know, right? Like we're just a very un—we're just mindless in this yeah. country, and it—and it's for a reason, right? It's to keep a, a particular workforce um, where it's at. Working, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is sad. I I wish it wasn't that way, man. That's not. It's not what you want. But how many?
0: You, like, so I heard this joke, and of course, it's a. It's 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 a dark joke. It's a little bit off-putting. But the joke is, you know, why are why are conservatives so angry about you know, abortion? It's just dead liberals.
1: <laughs> That's horrible.
0: <laughs> like you think that they would be happy about that.
1: You said it with just such a straight face and it's like wow way to flip that all right so just let's think about it it's
0: it's i mean but (laughs) how how many people will continue to i mean they're not raising generations to believe exactly
1: well so the and it goes for the entire like lgbtq movement right it's it's destructive in the sense that it's non, it's not it doesn't reproduce right that's why they have to go through the education
0: system yeah
1: so and that also could be a push right um stop we, we take a hard stance on how we're educating and not allowing uh, particular ideologies into in like we push back. Right. And not allow particular ideologies in elementary schools, middle schools. Um, mm-hmm. And they also push back and remove a particular our ideology. Right. So um, I don't I don't perceive persecution in America at all.
0: No, I don't. I agree with you. I mean, I, I saw the potential for it with the mask mandates and the vaccine mandate potential. Like I I saw I saw that there was I can see how we could get there because I could see how how willing people were to just do what they were told to do without asking questions. So uh, in in some respect, I get that. But then I saw, you know, over time and we're at a point now where you know, I would never see a video of a comedian making fun of masks and not not some of the mainstream guys. Right. But now you start to see it like people are coming, you know, kind of waking up and realizing like there was a lot of ideology. Tim Robbins, the actor, was on Russell Brand's podcast talking about it. Yeah. In addition to that, look at dude, look at all of the stuff. Have you been seeing you saw the, um, the NFL player that uh, had a heart attack on this on the field? There was a soccer player just recently that died. Um, my father, who's vaccinated, has blood clots in his lungs. He was in the hospital uh, three weeks ago, like right after Christmas. I mean, the the amount of issues that are now coming out of this whole thing uh, and are being documented and being talked about is pretty, it's pretty astounding, but it's it's a lot of it's the same stuff that we were talking about was going on anyway. Have you been following all that stuff? You are completely frozen. Oh, there you go. Now you're good. You're good now. I can see you on both. So your 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 father was
1: vaccinated. This is the last thing I heard. So completely my, vaccinated.
0: My dad's vaccinated and ended up going to the hospital for blood clots in his lungs. So this this it's a real thing that's happening, and it's not just like happening to people on the internet that people don't know. Like it's happening. To people like in my life, that sort of stuff is happening. So I don't know what the point I was trying to make just about. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Well, that we
1: were following blindlessly. Now people. Oh, are, yeah, yeah. The consequences of following blindlessly. And it's, oh, yeah.
0: Persecution and seeing seeing how it could come about. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, man, I don't know. I I, I still hold to the whole post mill but like, optimistic view, I think things are actually going to get better. The worse they get the pendulum swings back the other direction, we learn from the consequences of yes. bad ideologies, right? There's yep. no there are no, like, Nazi regimes anymore, because we learned like, Hey, that's probably wrong. You know? Yeah. And then we establish rules like, hey, the Geneva Convention, there's unless you in the Ukraine. we don't do.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's Nazis over there.
1: Yeah. What is it? Uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition. Right. Yep. Uh, with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. So.
0: Yeah, I was just uh, listening. My daily devotion this morning was in Matthew and I was listening to Jesus on the his sermon on the Mount. And then he ends up going into, you know, worrying about tomorrow is not going to do anything. Can anybody by worrying, you know, grow an inch? you know, add ins to their height, whatever. It's like, I, I was really comforted by that, man. Like I I've heard that scripture so many times and today listening to it, it was like the very first time again, man, I was balling. I was just like, thank God, you know, like I, I just, he, he takes such good care of us. His word truly, truly is daily bread and it really is. It satisfies the soul. It really reminds you of who God is, what he's done. Um, and uh, and it can you know and it can encourage you when when you're feeling like you have lots of worries and doubts and fears. I mean, Christians think we 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 don't talk enough about how how much doubt we go through when it comes to God. Like that's why we have to guard our heart. Like I'll watch, dude. If I'm if I'm as a saved guy for 21 years watching TikToks and I hear somebody make a good argument, it it causes doubt. Like I might hear something and be like, "Oh, yeah, what about that?" Like, it really can cause you to. to and I've I'd, I'd consider myself relatively learned in the faith.
1: Yeah, I've always had a problem with legalism, right? So, like when the mm-hmm. Torah, when I came to hear arguments for the Torah observant movement, I was like, I really need to go read the Old Testament in some detail to make sure I'm not wrong. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and like I, because and they make
0: good I, arguments.
1: They do. And so I, which is good, right? Because that helped me get better and learn and be more educated and be stronger in my faith.
0: Yeah, Like Bereans, they they go into the scripture. Doesn't
1: Paul tell the Bereans like deep diving is actually good for you to have these?
0: He applauds them. He says, be like the Bereans who dive into the scripture to verify, I'm paraphrasing, but to verify the things that have been said. You know, I watched this video. There's a a Jewish guy. I think it's... uh, one truth channel on YouTube or something like that. But there was, there's all of these um, messianic Jews that did these interviews talking about how, when they, when they just read the scriptures for themselves, not even the new Testament stuff, but when they read through the old Testament and the promises of the coming Messiah, they've, they, all of these men coming to these conclusions, like Jesus is him. Like, like, without even reading the new Testament, just knowing what they know about Jesus and then reading the prophecies, they come to the realization that that Jesus is the one that the Bible, that the, that the books were uh, promising us that we've been waiting for. And it's, it's just so, it's so fulfilling, man. Cause it's such validation. Like it's hard as a Christian. You think sometimes like, Oh, maybe we did just add on, like we just clung to this, to this, old religion, we we come to, we, we clung to this, you know, like, you know how the Mormons do to us when they like cling to the Bible, like, oh yeah, it's all true. They say, listen to the Bible. It's like, how do, you know, we have these, these doubts and these questions as, as Christians that how do we know, how can we be sure that the the New Testament is true?
1: So let me tell you about some, let's Yeah. Bless you. Yeah, man, I, I don't know the weather. I've been sick for days. Um
0: we've been sneezing a lot around here too.
1: So my, my men's group has been allowing these two Mormon missionaries to come into to our Bible study with us, right? Okay. And we and we do the Bible study as if uh they weren't there, right? We just do it as normal. We, yeah. we say what we we say what we believe to be true and I don't sugarcoat it. Um, I have I was like, "Hey, I know on this part in Hebrews, like you you don't agree with me on who Jesus is, particularly right uh, on the specifics, but like this, is, I'm just reading what Scripture says, right? And I said that to him, um, and uh, and finally, I was able to press them a little bit this time and just you know ask the questions like, hey, I mean, do and, and next time they meet with us, we're actually going to dive deeper where we actually do some a little apologetics with them where we we what do you, who yeah. is Jesus. Right. Because yes. we've been avoiding it in order to just keep them with us as we go. That's through. It's really Hebrews. impressive
0: that the missionaries <laughs> agreed to go to your Bible study. That's actually very uh, interesting.
1: Yeah. And uh, they were more than excited to tell us what they believe about uh, the spirit world and how it's divided between paradise and uh, the classroom um, for the lost. And how they baptize the dead and. Um, And when I pressed them on that, it was, it was a little difficult for him, but I I mean, it's hard for me to sit there and just not go like, why do you believe this? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a lifetime of brainwashing, you know what I mean? And he's like, you know, and, and they all say this every single time I get into this conversation, into this particular conversation with a Mormon, they say, it's my testimony. I I know it to be true in my heart. Um, And I'm like, yeah, but so do Muslims, right? So do Hindus. And there's millions of them that believe the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. They believe in their heart that they're right. Is there anything out? Is there any objective that we can actually test our belief against? And do we do we turn away from our false belief in order to stand with truth or do we continue with our tradition? I yeah. It's just so hard. Ha- it's, it's fun having them there. I make a lot of jokes. I make myself like. I just have, I have a great time with them. I'm always joking around. Um, and then we dive deep. And even then I try to like pull, like enter, make it entertaining to pull them back in. Cause they just, they're just quiet the whole time, man. Course, Going through Hebrews yeah. with them is like, they've never gotten this before. And they're like 18, 19. They're not very
0: old. So keep on it, man. Like, if, I hope they keep coming. Like, well, I tell you if, if their elders get wind of it, they may not. Like we, we invited some missionaries to come over for dinner. And I kept trying to schedule something they kept coming to the house and we kept having, you know, dialogue and engaging conversation. And I was like, listen, go back and invite your elders, come to my house and let's have dinner together. I will, I will cook you guys dinner. You're all young. You need to eat, you know, nothing dude. They never do came feed back.
1: Them. Yeah. Cause they're probably de- like, Hey, that's, it's probably not somewhere you want to go. It's probably, it's the house of Satan. Yeah. You know? And I and we asked him, we were like, hey, what was the hardest thing you've been going through since you've been out here? It's like getting the door slammed in my face. I was like, well, I'm a door knocker, so I can give you a lot of tips on how to handle rejection. Plus, I got dumped a lot, so I can tell you all about rejection. <laughs> <laughs> and it and still I, worked
0: out in your favor. Yeah, it
1: did. Um, uh, and they I mean they laughed, right? Like, obviously, uh it's it's a reality for them that they knock on a door and somebody calls them a devil, which It's the wrong approach I think Christians should ever take with a missionary from either Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon. You invite them in and you give a testimony and an argument from Scripture why they're wrong. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, So hopefully next week we get to see him and, you know, like, who is Jesus? Is he the brother of Satan? Is he a created being or is he begotten?
0: So I learned something about Mormonism that I didn't know. I, 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 they're they're split. They have like denominations. Did you know that? I did. You did. So like all of their, like Joseph Smith allegedly have had twelve apostles, and all of those apostles have their own denomination essentially. Like they don't all agree. So like there's one guy. So and I only know this because there's a a girl that just started coming to our uh, life group. And she just left the Grand Grand Field or Grandview, Grand Grandham, something like that. One of the apostles, uh, Granhelm or something. And uh, she was that's what they believe. They didn't even, she she even said she's like, I don't think we even really called ourselves Mormon. You know, like we weren't, they're not even connected to like the main LDS church. So like you might not know like she was like they don't even like we didn't believe most of the stuff that the lds taught like the jesus and satan being brothers they didn't believe that so they had a more based kind of view but they were still really culty and she's been out of that religion now for since basically 2020 yes so, yeah so we were how's going she doing? Rome. how's she doing
1: now
0: she's doing great she actually works right alongside with rachel that's how we know her um she they work in the same office together and um she we were walking through Romans in our study. That's what our, our life group is about. And um, she's like, I'm so glad to hear this. She's like, because it's such a works based thing in their faith. It's so it's so dependent upon doing all of the work that you possibly can. And then Jesus covering the rest, you know, but um and so hearing hearing the idea and seeing it in the bible about being saved by faith and not by works the the different the 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 reason that the jews had a problem with uh christianity you know and what they expected out of the law and what their interpretation of the law was versus how paul lays it out that it was a fulfillment of it was a precursor to jesus it was to point point us towards the coming messiah and not to be uh, a standard that we must maintain. And so it was a lot about taking like a a thousand mile view back, like from, from like the world and, and seeing it from like a, a godly perspective, not within our times timeline, but really just from this in the sense of like, he gave the law to the Jewish people so that in order, in order as a precursor, a forerunner, just like John the Baptist was a forerunner for Jesus, he was preparing the way, the law was preparing the way for its fulfillment, and that's, and that's where people get wrong, is it? he doesn't abolish it, it, he doesn't get rid of it, he fulfills it, because it wasn't meant to last. God never intended the law to be the thing that saved us, it was only to, to magnify what we needed to be saved from, and to show us you know, the very attributes of God himself. Sorry, man, I'm talking a lot tonight.
1: I apologize. dude. Nah, man, I love it. It's why I love the book of Hebrews so much. It lays that out. It lays that argument out for these um, potentially Roman Italian believers that are there. Like, he is the better priest. He is the better covenant. He is fulfilling it, right? Because a priest would go into the temple and sacrifice or give incense or whatever he was doing for his sins and the sins of the people while Christ does it yeah. for solely the sins of the people. Right. And it lays that argument out and I can't, I, I hope they keep coming back so we can just keep diving into this because they believe in the atonement. They believe in the blood of the cross. They believe in the essential things that we believe, but with the wrong Jesus there.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, it's, it's hard for guy.
0: Yeah. I think, you know what you could really capitalize on in your lesson or in your studies is because they acknowledge that Jesus they they acknowledge the bible they acknowledge that the bible is authoritative so you have to show them where the their books contradict the truth in scripture like you you got to you have to draw those little pieces out like specifically the justification by faith alone so when well, you guys get to that point when it talks about Abraham being justified by his his faith he's made righteous by his faith that's a big one yeah. Yeah, all of
1: chapter eleven will it shows by faith that any of those things had any kind of merit, right? But they they don't hold to the idea. the The reason the Book of Mormon exists is because they believe it is a better testament because the other testaments were compromised, right? Same thing. With and you can't the, believe any of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but they they like well, you can. It was good, but it was flawed because people are flawed. Right. So this is why we only use this. And this is our main book. Same thing with the Quran. Right. It was flawed. It was it was it was rewritten. It was adjusted to fit, you know, the Catholic Church or whatever conspiracy theory you want to have. So, I mean, even I sitting there reading it, they're like, yeah, we read the Bible. We trust the Bible, but we think that it's fallible, you know, I'm, and that's why they have a modern day prophet and modern day. They, they have the prophet, the apostles and then the seventy. And then they break off into their like little presidents of their own uh, regions and stuff. It yeah. just, you know. Like, you know, that each one of the missionaries has a, the prophet solely like picks them individually and where they're going to go. No. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: That's how much control and power this individual has.
0: Well, it doesn't sound like they get to know the people very well. I wonder how they just kind of like, they just probably feel a need. Hey, go here regardless you
1: know yeah although they 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 did confess to me they were like hey uh going to you know the bible belt was probably harder than going anywhere else in the world right because you have a lot of independent fundamental baptists baptists here in georgia right where we're at particularly where i'm at it's a lot of southern Mm -hmm. Baptists, a lot of uh ifb so um i imagine they get called satan on a daily basis don't do that don't call them satan invite them in ask them who th- Jesus is and then testify to them
0: who Jesus actually is please we had two girls come over and I asked them I said what was the worst thing that's happened to them and they said uh they said they had a guy throwing water balloons at them from the other side of the house <laughs> they were standing at the door and he was launching water balloons over the roof I tried to hit them on the porch oh my gosh yeah
1: and do then- you have merch behind you
0: what is that? You didn't see that? I made a whole video I... about it. Jelly. It's our, first, it's our first album. It's straight fire. <laughs> my name is Drew, and I'm here to say I really love Jesus in a major way. So that's my contribution to the rap community. Yeah, I got uh, I, I commissioned a guy to do a, a piece for me from uh, Cleveland. I have, a, I have a, uh, a picture of the downtown area of Cleveland right off of Lake Erie. And then um, so I wanted him to do an older piece with the old school logos, the Cleveland Indians and the, uh, the old school Cleveland Browns logo. And so he did that. But he did this. He did my, my logo as a bonus or our I should say our logo as a bonus. He, um, he sent me that. And so and that's how I had found him, too. I found him. He, I was doing a live. And he came in, and we were just talking about... He said he was from Ohio, and he says he does paint. Uh, it, it's all spray paint. The whole thing is a spray paint piece. So. Nice. Yeah, it's very well done. Yeah, it's good Yeah, good, good stuff. But speaking of merch, actually, I'm glad you brought it up. It's another good segue. Uh, I, had, I finally found somebody that, that follows me on live. I really wanted to, to, to find somebody within the community that's a believer that I could pay to make us some merch. And uh, I found someone now that's going to do some hats and some t-shirts for us, make us some doctrines of rad uh, logo gear. Um, it's just something, you know, it's to support the website and or the uh, the hosting for this podcast. Uh, it's not going to, we're not ever going to make enough money on selling t-shirts to ever make a living off of it. So if people were <laughs> out there that wanted to buy a shirt or, you know, support us in any way and you get maybe like maybe we can do beanies i feel like people wear a lot of headgear this is actually an embroider embroidered beanie i had for the 501c that um i started back in the day geeks under grace so we embroidered this beanie See so what do you got you just got a regular regular old carhartt
1: yeah it's just a car it's really warm
0: so you could do a carhartt and then put the you know put the rad logo this one right here or the carhartt right there.
1: logo is yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, no free advertisement here. No, you're gonna pay Carhartt as we've said your name like how many times?
0: Carhartt, Carhartt, Carhartt. I haven't actually bought Carhartt until when? Till they uh, or since they announced that they were mandating the vaccine for all their employees, so I stopped buying them. But I like Dickies. Dickies didn't do anything similar. I don't think so. They might have, but at least it wasn't announced, so I didn't know. So, so can, I, wallet. Can, can I uh,
1: confess something, get it off my chest? Yes. I'm still really upset with TikTok.
0: Oh, like, yeah. We need to talk about I, that. You, your account's gone. Your original yeah. account's gone. And I have not had anybody on my live. Like, it's been two people the whole time. Yeah, I've I got no five, and where I'm usually rocking 50 or 60. And I have four total likes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. gotta be TikTok, dude. Like it's help. just this app
1: is so trash. Like, just it let people have freedom of speech. End of story. Last time I
0: was live, I got banned because I was doing a thing with Mike and we were discussing uh our old buddy, Mr. Dubs, Mr. W. We were discussing him and somebody uh had me reported and blocked. Um, and then he got blocked, and then I tried to go live on my other account, and that got blocked. And I, he didn't get blocked a second time. So need to make a Christian oh, yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I know, right? I wish.
1: Why? So we can just fight there.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <can> fight here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, man. I would like to uh, the doctrines of Rad to host a a like a conference here in Lagrange at the rec center. Um, to house everyone for the, for the conference and like, do a, It'd be fun. do like a big thing. Um, we got like to work on that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. It's going to it's gonna have a 5k.
0: You better be ready. Bring your running shoes. Uh, you had, you just, you just completely lost all of my interest. I was totally, I was excited. <laughs> and then you said five, bro. And I didn't, you didn't have to say K you no, just we'll said five you. and I already bro. knew.
1: I'll put you in a rolly chair and I'll run the whole thing. I'll put you in my daughter's stroller and we'll right, just deal. go doctrines of rad flag flying.
0: Yeah. It's no, gonna if, if you're going to push me, I will absolutely go. We'll finish at the same time. I will...
1: Actually you'll beat me. You'll finish before me. My feet
0: will be the winners. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, I'll bring a little like cooler and I'll just drink cold water and splash who would win Logan a thousand percent, not even a contest. I thought about bringing the business stuff here, but I'm not sure. Business stuff to TikTok? Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows, dude? Like, who knows what people like? You know what I mean? Like, I stopped um, I stopped responding. Part of my boundaries for coming back to TikTok was I'm not responding to videos anymore. So I don't care how ridiculous the comment is. Like, I don't care how easy it would be to destroy the argument. I, I'm not doing it. It's just, if I make a video, it's going to be just something inspired, uh, something fun. You know, I've made a couple fun videos this week and, um, you yeah, know, that's it. I
1: have I've done the same. So, and I think it's an act of maturity, right? So even though I respond to somebody and I, and I feel right, like, right, like righteous in the response to do so because they're obviously wrong or wicked in the sense of how they're talking about God. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it sends Thank believers me to that account. And they begin to like, bicker and fight and, and it becomes divisive. So I stopped and I just made, Thank I made sister. TikTok, I made TikTok about my family and jokes. And obviously my bio says like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a Christian. And right. if you want to know more, ask me,
0: right? But, that's, that's it, dude. Yeah, that's totally it. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not, Watch I don't, me live my
1: faith out kind of Yeah.
0: Thing. I'm tired of arguing, dude. Like, oh see, you got a mustache compliment, dude. Cody likes your mustache. Thanks,
1: Cody. Um, oh my boy.
0: I uh like I, I want enter like I, I, I use TikTok to entertain myself. I enjoy watching TikToks. Um I thought I would enjoy them more making them, but now I just like to if I have a sermon I'll I'll clip it. You know, if I feel like there's a you know something I'll repost it. Uh, or I'll add to the conversation in some way. Um, but yeah, it's just a uh,
1: complete educational space, right? Just like ed- yeah, something that's going to be edifying for everyone.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it may cause an argument. There's nothing I can do to help that, but like I, I don't have to intentionally make it divisive, you know, like, sure. I disagree with Mormons and Catholics and all that, and I'll say it. And I'm not afraid to answer those questions. But I'm not going to go make videos about it because I, you know, seeking out things that I don't agree with doesn't really glorify God. Like I what I want to do is if I read something that's really, really good, if I read something or the Lord gives me something that inspires me, I would like to take that and share it with people to 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 have them, you know, have that same inspiration. Um, Or if I learned like, you know, when I learned about the feet euphemism I, I had no idea that feet was a euphemism for genitals in the bible not a clue you know mm-hmm. i thought it was a fascinating you hadn't you you don't watch my what? videos, bro yeah
1: <laughs> i haven't been on tiktok very much and and i have a completely new algorithm that i am oh, trying that's to yeah. i'm trying to fix that right now it is nothing but butts and like cars and like stuff i don't
0: yeah I don't so care for off- Oftentimes, especially in Hebrew, when they you when they refer to feet, they are using it as a euphemism to refer to the genitals of the person they're referring to.
1: Example: so like, uh,
0: Saul in uh, in the ca- cave taking a dump it talks about him covering his feet when he went to go in the bathroom. Um, there's uh, Ruth uh, Ruth and Boaz when she uncovered his feet and laid at his feet. You know, she seduced him sexually. She was told she was uh, told by Naomi, this is how you seduce Boaz. And she went in and laid at his feet, uncovering his feet. Um, You can look it up, dude. I actually I double checked because I heard it on a podcast. I was like, there's no way that that's true. No possible way. I went to look it up. And it is a fact that in Hebrew, feet are a euphemism for genitals. (laughs) It's totally true, dude.
1: I, I find problem with that because Jesus is Jesus washing of feet.
0: That it, that's in Greek. <laughs> that's yeah, not oh, in Hebrew. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's not a euphemism. It's only used in Hebrew as a euphemism. So when they would write about it in Hebrew, when they were writing about genitals, that's you know they were t- talking about like David um, uh, when David tells um, uh Bathsheba's husband. To go, go be with your wife. He says, go and wash your feet and be with your wife. Like, I mean, why isn't that just to go wash your
1: feet? He's been. Because it's
0: not, dude. It's literally a (laughs) (laughs) euphemism. All of the, why didn't Ruth just lay at his feet? Like. Yeah. She might have, but also those are his genitals. (laughs) Pagans were known for, pagans were like. Naomi was known as she was a pagan. She was not, she was not from Judaism. She was not, she was given, she had knowledge of, of sexual seduction. And when she told Ruth to go, that's exactly what she told her to do. Go seduce Boaz. She didn't just lay at his feet like a puppy, bro. There was like, she exposed his feet. She exposed his feet. Krista came in That you know what I'm talking about? I made the video. I know you guys saw it. So I saw some of you guys commenting on it. Look it up. Are you on Are you on YouTube right now? I'm going to pull it up right now and share the screen, just because. Just, just do because it, because please. I do. already see. I already see your doubt, and I don't appreciate it. I don't I, appreciate I, you not taking me <laughs> for my word. I I have never heard this. I have never made
1: this connection. I have. I mean, he could have just washed his feet. Like it's just him cleaning his feet and then going to be with his wife. All right. In the in the, me- in the meantime, can I actually I, I pulled up Philippians 4 6 because I yeah. want to make sure I quoted it right, but it, it goes into what we were saying earlier. Do not be anxious about anything, but in yes. every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace, and this is the this is the important thing, right? And the peace of God which transcends all understanding. Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's wonderful news.
0: Amen. Absolutely. What's up, guys? I didn't see. I didn't see you guys. Con- I didn't seek this information, Marissa. By the way, yes, she seek did seek this out. So look at look at it. What I got displayed. display? If you're on YouTube. You information. If you're on the YouTube, a, you can see it. All right. I'm gonna. We're gonna go over right a here.
1: biblical euphemism for genitals. <laughs>
0: All right. So in First Samuel twenty four three, when Saul went into a cave to urinate or defecate, he went to cover his feet, and he came to the sheep coats. By the way, there was a cave, and Saul went went in to cover his feet. When a baby is born, it comes out between the mother's feet. Deuteronomy 28, 57. and toward her young one that cometh out from between her feet. But Ruth, she does. It but come. it
1: does come between her feet.
0: Yeah. So it's also
1: how, also how, does, how, does, it, how does how does it how does it right? But they you would give birth by
0: squatting. Directly, Okay. That's also true. Uh, Ruth, with coaching from her mother-in-law Naomi, uncovers Boaz's feet in Ruth 3.3. And it shall be when he lieth down that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what shall do. And then Boaz had eaten and drunk, and his heart was merry. He went to lie at the end of the heap of corn, and she came softly and uncovered his feet and laid her down. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid and turned himself. And behold, a woman lay at his feet and she lay at his feet until morning. And then David, after impregnating Uriah's wife, told Uriah, go home and wash his feet. David said to Uriah, go to, go down to thy house and wash thy feet. Second Samuel. Hold, um, hold on with
1: the Ruth story. This has problems, though. They're not married. She's almost given to a different man. He He's not obligated to to be with her and marry her he chooses to it's Mm -hmm.
0: well it doesn't say it doesn't say that he actually had sex with her but it does it does show that she was trying to seduce him based on her and he still wanted he still wanted her well have you ever been seduced before logan (laughs)
1: man let's not have conversations like that on this podcast
0: (laughs) have you ever been seduced You, you
1: tell you tell them no i have my heart's belong to Jesus.
0: <laughs> the Lord will shave the king of Assyria as the hair of the feet. On the same day shall the Lord shave with a razor that is hired namely by them beyond the river by the king of Assyria. The head and the hair of the feet. Isaiah 720. Ezek- uh, Ezek- hairy he's got Ezekiel, no? what? feet. Yes, but it, they're not hobbits, bro. Ezekiel 1625. <laughs> Thou hast opened thy feet to everyone that passed by and multiplied thy whoredoms.
1: Okay, Open thy hold feet on. So to everyone wait. that passed by. You know that you. Know, this is called proof texting. This is what you don't do when making is, a this point. This is something. No,
0: this is this is what Logan is called. I didn't know this before, so I'm gonna have a hard time with it until I'm convinced otherwise. Boy, is that what you I, think of me? Is I that what I like do? I feel like we've seen this before. Is that? Oh, you're
1: just not going to let me live episode 19 down. This is always gonna... <laughs> he knows the number. Nine.
0: I wouldn't even be able to tell you the number of the episode. <laughs> uh, oh, there he is. Yeah. I, so I didn't right. seek that information out, but, Oh, but this also goes in hand in hand when it comes to, um, so I, did you know that, uh, part of the debate about the head coverings in church, is a is a representation of exposing your genitals. I'm going to have to deep dive back into that one because I forget how I forget how the context goes, but um part of the reason that uh that uh, Paul exhorts the women in Corinth to cover their hair because of the angels. Do you remember remember that verse, cover your hair for the sake of the angels, something like that? Yeah, so that the hair uh, the idea was that it's, you know, it, so they believed that the sperm of the person, of a human being, was held in the follicle of hairs back then. Like that was, the, that was the, the doctoral position on sperm. The hair follicles were hollow, so sperm went in there. So women who had beautiful, long, flowy hair showed that they were fertile and vi- viral viral is that the right word um they were fertile beings because of their long hair and so it was a shame for a woman to shave her head because that was to show that she was not fertile and they believe that they you cal- you the semen was kept in the hair and so i'm going to keep saying that until tiktok blocks me was- semen in the hair guys so, so semen- if you had
1: so if you had long flowy hair you were fertile and viral
0: yeah Viral. I don't know viral. Like, I don't think it's viral. I don't know. I don't know the right word for it now. It's
1: definitely viral.
0: Yeah, definitely viral. But that's yeah, that's why and that's why it was a shame. It's a shame for man to have long hair, because the idea was that they were retaining semen and not using they were not being sexually productive. So it was a shame for them to have long hair because they were storing their semen and not using it for what it was supposed to be used.
1: What does what are the implications of that with the passage, right? The covering of your head?
0: Well, specifically have... because because there is a verse in that that it says for the angels, women should cover their head for the angels. That's the I let here. I, let me look it up. Let me see if I can find it.
1: Good old Talmud making its
0: cultural debut. So First Corinthians eleven ten. It says uh, that is why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head, because of the angels. And Paul says that. And so the 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 um, the scholarly way to look at that is he's referring to the Nephilim who found the daughters of man to be beautiful and came down and slept with them and made uh, or the Raphaim made the Nephilim. Uh, and so they saw, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were beautiful and to be desired. And they went down and went into them and had babies and took them as wives. Uh, and so I think Paul is warning the Corinthian church in first 1 Corinthians one that that uh, it's because of the angels that uh, a woman should cover her head to show that she has authority so that the angels would acknowledge and recognize the uh, that they were, married or they had you know they had a, a head covering so is it hard to find on google calvin no it was pretty easy bro uh I found, why, why, I found did, the, why would fallen angels care if you're married or not if something about well i don't know I, I guess the assumption is that they still respected the you know the boundaries of a marriage that they didn't take these women uh that were already wives they took they took these virgin women that they found to be attractive and took them to be their wives. So I don't think it seems like they still respect like what, what God has put together, you know, nothing can take us under, I guess. I mean, mm. I don't let know no that I
1: could let no man, Jeff. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do a deep dive on this because I'm very intrigued right now. Isn't it,
0: isn't it weird though? Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's stuff in there that you don't really realize, man.
1: I'm gonna tell my um, wife to let my feet.
0: You should tell you should tell her that first. if to time. Any,
1: and she's not gonna have any idea what I'm talking about because she doesn't yep. watch my podcast. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep saying it till you know go watch episode what are we on 26. 26. Go uh, watch Cody, episode 26.
0: The Nephilim, Nephilim, that's the name of so uh in in Genesis four or six, I think it's six. I think it's Genesis six, uh, it talks about the sons of God, uh, finding the, the daughters of man to be attractive. And, um, there are schools of thought, there are varying schools of thought. So it's not, there's not just one. Uh, some believe that it means, you know, men of renown that were, you know, popular, um, kings and rulers in the land that saw the daughters of God, meaning the Jewish women. Uh, there's a view called the Sethite view, meaning that, um, the sons of God were were referring to the line of Seth and that they took uh, the wives to the, the daughters of man to be their wives. But I, I personally see validation in the idea that heavenly beings, divine beings, Elohim came down and caused an abominable offense towards God. And um, and God is is has already undone the power that the Nephilim had. So they were it says that they were giants uh Goliath would have been one um and you can see many mentions of the Raphaim which are the parents uh allegedly of the Nephilim in scripture you see the Raphaim mentioned quite a bit when it came to the enemies of God so uh there's there's interesting trains of thought around it I don't find it to be unbiblical I don't think that it's wrong for people to look into that sort of thing and to study it uh but I think it doesn't it's not the gospel so it's not the thing that we should be preaching like it's a cool thing to talk about it's an educational thing to have discussion you know the historicity of it but it's not the gospel so it doesn't it's not a primary thing right but it is a fascinating the nephilim are absolutely fascinating
1: and go see the unseen uh realm yeah uh, the Mary unseen realm documentary yep
0: did you ever well listen did yes. you listen to the Heiser Yes, uh, yes, abs- yes absolutely. The interview? Oh, okay. yes. Do you feel like it answered some of the questions that you had? No! <laughs> None of them, I felt. As I was listening, I was like, oh, I feel like Logan brought this up. I was like, oh, that's a good one. Good point.
1: It did. It really did. Oh, good. You just don't yeah. want to believe it.
0: No, I'm, I'm a, I believe. Are you a true believer, Logan? I, I... I think I have a lot
1: of questions. Sure. Yeah.
0: Why wouldn't you? Right.
1: Like there's people that believe there's angels trapped beneath the Euphrates and like they they take Revelation and spin it completely into now that the Jews person. I know, dude, she's the goat. She is the goat. I sent it to her on. Oh, but she's not even watching me anymore. So, Yeah but yeah man uh people just like why would there be what what would be holding a supernatural being in a natural space under a river what like why does that make sense and then why would a supernatural being make there's videos of like cries or screams coming from underneath the tiger and euphrates so why would that I don't know. That doesn't make sense well, to me. I have some I mean, questions.
0: There is How the reference about. Connect? Isn't there the reference where it talks about the angels that were that were put away into darkness by God?
1: Tied up, tied up, and sent away.
0: Yeah, in chains. Chains. Yeah. Yeah. So something. I mean, I, you know, I think it just it it really shows the intentionality that God has with Earth and with humanity. I think that God really specifically made it made earth to be this way uh hell may very likely be in this realm of space and some somewhere it could be underneath the the lake of fire could be in in the middle of the earth you know we don't know but i think it just it shows that god himself has a very a very specific plan and very specific purpose for his creation and he's using it to its fullness and you know, again, like I, I like to say, uh, like what uh, Heiser says, if we believe the resurrection that God sent himself and that he resurrected himself, how do we have a hard time with all of the other supernatural stuff? Like, why do we, why is it everything else that we have a difficult time with, but the idea that God himself came down and died on a cross and resurrected himself in order for the forgiveness of sins, we, we can believe that, but, you know, we we put aside the other spiritual stuff, so.
1: Anyway, I'd love to I'd love to ask Brandon Roberts that same thing. Like you you believe in the virgin birth, man, but you don't believe in talking donkeys, talking bushes. Cool. Right. I guess.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever have Brandon on. But we are going to have a Christian rapper on next week, guys. Emilio Sarabia is his name. Uh, We're going to we're going to talk to him about the industry. So we want you guys to tune in. We are back. Oh, and we got to talk about our new schedule. So after this week, we will not be going live Monday nights anymore. We will be at the same time slot at nine, but we're moving to Wednesday night. It's it, our schedules have changed a little bit. It's a little bit easier for Logan and I to do it then. Uh, it and, and I think sometimes Monday can be a, a, a harder night for people. Anyway. But uh, we're going to be moving to Wednesday. So next week, 9 nine Central, we'll be live on TikTok and on YouTube on Wednesday. Uh, but we we want to get – like I want to make this more of a priority. I think this is where we can have really good conversation, great longer form stuff. And we can bring guests in and it makes it a lot easier. And we can talk more about what we want to on YouTube than we can really on TikTok. TikTok is just kind of getting us to get viewers. But go over to our YouTube channel or subscribe to us on Spotify. So – uh, we can get some of those downloads and stuff. Um, Absolutely. But uh, all right, dude, you want let, to let's uh, go ahead and close us out and um, give us the gospel, my friend.
1: And, yeah, I'd love uh, to. Go
0: ahead and end a little. We're going to end at uh, an hour and twenty minutes tonight.
1: Yeah. So it just, I guess this is just like a message to believers, particularly. Um, just think, think twice about how we interact, how we do things. On TikTok, social media, um, the social media space, this online world is going to get deeper and deeper, and we are going to continue to have to be in this world, but not of this world, and we're going to have to be in the social media world and not of that world. Um, and just your responses and how you behave is watched and observed by uh, onlookers and people that don't believe. Um, one, one of the craziest things. Uh, things i've ever heard is that this uh the the most pain and trauma this mormon missionary has ever received was from uh quote unquote christian believers from a baptist church as they were trying to go in and uh just learn uh the differences between the two religions and they treated them uh, uh horrendously uh, uh just the the things they did and said to them were not of christ Um, So just remember that, that you're supposed to turn the other cheek, love your neighbor, right? Give to those that um, don't, can't, don't have and can't have, right? Um, And then also uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Uh, So... I, I think I think a lot more prayer needs to happen from all of us on this app and um, as a as a body as a, as a mm-hmm. whole. So um, and just uh, ending real quickly um, for anyone that doesn't believe, uh, we, we we confess that and we believe that we're we're all sinners. That there's something inherently wrong with us. That we're we're broken and we feel it. And there's this longing in us that desires something more. And the reality of that is that we believe that to be God himself, that we he's calling us to himself, that he his very essence and presence is something that is in everything. And we know that is the thing that's missing. So through Christ, we were able to be reconciled to him. So through the life, death, burial and resurrection of Jesus, you can be given new life, hope an everlasting life with the God who created you. And I pray that you come to accept that.
0: Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Episode 26. We are out and we'll see you next week. God bless you guys.